Okay, good evening. The learning of tonight is sponsored as, as a schus for Shiddah for Miriam Orabas. The Chalm is a schus. Our learning, she should find a Zivig Hogan, the Karav, and Hayer Bimenu. The schus for our learning should also be a schus for Fuhr Shalem for Miriam Bela Bas and Chalm, the Seyyah Shachel Yisrael. Okay, Mishnichnas Adam Adam Basimcha, so that's not what the Shir is about, but Pashat the Mussel Badikas will cover the beginning of Adam. Heard they said that the crock of a shikr, the Krakow shikr, used to say that he got drunk from the beginning of Adar till the end of Adar. So I asked him what's the chant. So he said, Pasha, Haman was Meshugan, he thinks he's going to kill all the Yidden in one day. How's the chai? Look, Putin's not being able to not say, kill all the Ukrainians in one day. It takes time. He says, Haman was worried that he's not going to be Matzliach, and it's going to turn into a Yantiv, and he couldn't forgive the Kalei Sosheh have a month long Yantiv. He says, because that Mushkas couldn't forgive us to have a month long Yantiv, I have to lose out. So, <laughs> he was Mark Mitzvah Hashem, and we'd be Mekayim the Minig of the Krok of a Shikir. Okay. It's <laughs> a good question. Probably if he was a Krok of a Shikir, he wasn't sober too often. Okay, so in the middle of going through the story of how Shmuel was born, and as Hashem, this week I hope we uh, keep up to the pace that I was hoping to keep up to. So we saw so far in we discussed Elkanah's special mitzvah being Eileregel. We discussed how Chana used to get tortured by, by Penina when they went up and she didn't have children and Penina used to really stick it into her. And one year it just got too much for her and especially when she saw her husband also gave up. And she ran to the base of Migdash to be mispal, to the Mishkan to be mispal. And she stood there davening for a very long time, quietly. And Eli thought that she was a shikr. And Eli spoke to her very harshly. He said, Remove your wine. How could you stand in the Makkah Mikdash when you're drunk? So he discussed last week all the reasons why Eli thought that she was a shikr, what exactly went into that. And we'll pick up again from Pasuk Tezvav. We started it last time, and we'll spend briefly on it. So let's see the entire response of Chana to Eli as a piece, and then we'll move on to the next part of the conversation back and forth and the story. So the Tan Chana Vatoimer, Chana answers to Eli, No, my master, I'm not drunk. Ishik Shas Ruach I'm a bitter woman. I didn't drink wine or strong alcohol. I'm standing here, Pasha Davani, I'm pouring out my heart to Kodesh Baruch And the Gemara comments from the fact that she went out of her way to say, the Gemara says, Mikan, that if someone is Chayshiju, you shouldn't just say, eh, let him think what he wants to think. There's an Indian Bedafka to let someone know if they're Chayshiju B'Kshayim to tell them that it's not true, that you don't have this. And she Davka told Eli, Yayim Sheikh Elisha Sisi. And this that you're chayshin me because I'm a shikr from the way I was davening, it seemed unusual to you. You should know that it's because I'm an ishik shas ruach and I'm just pouring out my heart like Kaddish Baruch Hu. And therefore, she continues, Al titain es amoscha lefnei bas blial. Do not look at your maidservant like a bas blial. Because I spoke this way because of my tremendous anger and because of my tremendous pain that I've been put through by my co-wife. And Eli hears this, Vayan Eli, Vayomer Lechil Shalom. Eli benches her, go in peace, Velikei Yisrael, Yitein Eshei Losech, Asher She'altem Imoi, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu should grant you the request that you requested of him. So, we'll, we'll pick up again the Pesukim in a minute. So, Pasuk Tezvav we discussed last time, I can go again into Pasuk Tezvav. 
So Pasuk Hazayin, Al Titein Asamoschul of Bas Blial. So there's a number of pshat in what she's referring to. One pshat, and this seems to be the way the Gemara learns the Pesukim, is she's saying, don't look at me as the type of person, bli oil, the person, the type of person who has absolutely no mer ha-mikdash, that would get drunk and stand in the mikdash, you shouldn't look at me as such a person. And the Gemara comments that if she equates, and the Pesuk equates being shikr in the Mokim ha-mikdash and being mispal when you're shikr to being a bli oil, which is a terrible thing, so obviously the Gemara says, Mikan l'shikr shemispal ki'ilu oivet avedazar. The Gemara over here says, the Pasuk uses the word bas bliyal, and the Pasuk elsewhere uses the Lashon bliyal to refer to oivet avedazara. So from the fact that such a harsh language is used, person's mispal shikr, it's like their oivet avedazara, which is definitely a good reminder to have as we head into Purim. We have to be very careful. We're oivet lefnei amelech. We can't be oivet lefnei amelech and be mispal in a way that's a bizarre in Takadosh Baruch Hu. Better not to die yeah, you're not allowed to die. So this is one shot. This is uh-huh. Bas Don't look at me as a Bas Blial. But the language is a little bit strange over here. Because if it's Bas Lufnei Bas Blial in front of a Bas Blial, you're not putting me in front of. Don't look at me as a Bas Blial. It shouldn't say, like, Tite Samosra, Libas, what's Lufnei Bas Blial? So many Mepharshim understand over here that she's saying, she spoke very harshly to Aileen. She realized that she spoke a little bit out of place to Aileen. She's worried that Aileen's going to yell at her and chase her away with an azifa, with a sharp word, and get out of here. And then she's going to come back. Panina already made, you know, has been shepherding here so much, you know, Davin. And Aileen's going to confirm it. Aileen's going to yell at her and say, get out of here, you crazy shika lady. And then you're going to put me in front of my Sora. She, she refers to Panina as the Bas Blial. Don't put me in a p- position of being embarrassed in front of a Bas Blial. That's what she was saying, and she, and she excuses herself that the reason that I spoke the way I did is because And then one other mahalach in these psukim is some learned that, that she maybe thought that Eli would look at her as a bas bliyal for speaking harshly to him. And she's saying, don't look at me as a bas bliyal that I would speak harshly. I spoke this way because I'm upset. It's, not, it's nothing that's be'etzim. It's just because of my tremendous hurt that I'm speaking this way. Gemara is not going with this pshat. No, the Gemara is going that Bas Blial refers to the fact that she's shikr. The reading and the reading is a little yeah, tough. Yeah. Okay. Right, so what does Eli answer? Vayan Eli vayemer lechil shalim. Eli gives her a bracha lechil shalim. Vleikayisrael yitein sheilasei chashesh altamimay. So there's different ways of understanding this. There are those. Radak says that it was a nevuah. She said he said benevuah at that moment, although earlier he hadn't had the correct insights about what she was all about. He received the nevuah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that her tzvila was neskabel, and when he said l'chil l'shalem, it was b'teris nevuah. Or, the redak says, maybe it wasn't nevuah, it was just a tzvila and a bracha from Adam Gadol, and kemar havtacha, and she tells him that, and he tells her that l'chil l'shalem, elke Yisrael yitin ashelosech hashesha altamimoy, Eli HaKoyim was giving her a besura teiva, either b'nevuah, or I'll call upon him b'tzvila and a bracha from Adam Gadol. The Gemara says from over here, you see, that if you are chayshit on b'kshem, mechuyif to bench him. Why is Eli benching her? Eli was mechuyif to bench. She was chayshit b'kshem. And the Malbim says that why was Eli so convinced? He's not going that it was a basur of nevuah. He was going that the Malbim's understanding it's a tefillah and it's a bracha. But he gives a very powerful ushin. Most of us, we go to Adam Godel and Adam Godel would say, l'chil l'shalom l'kesel yitin l'shalom, Hashem will give you what you ask. It's a very strong ushin. How could Eli be so convinced? 
So the Malm says it's because, like, the Malm understands the whole halachyelach here that she spoke directly to Hakadosh Baruch without any emtsoi, and that's why she was speaking. That she was whispering and she was speaking the way she did. And Eli said, if someone who speaks with their whole heart straight to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you have a haftocha, you're going to be answered. It's not my haftocha; it's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's haftocha. And that's how the Malbim understands his telling her lechilu shalom. Interesting. Minchik Gitana adds one little nakuda here. He says that as much as Eli said lechilu shalom, lekeis shal yitain a sheilaseich, but sheilaseich is chaser. It's spelled shin lamet saf chaf. There's no alf. Why is it chaser? So the Minchitana says because really part of what she asks for is not Biyad Hashem. To have a child, Biyad Hashem. To have a child who's a gifted child is Biyad Hashem. But to have a child that should be this special child that should be a tzaddik, that's Biyad Hashem. Kodesh Baruch doesn't make someone a tzaddik or a rasha. That's Biyad each person. So he was hinting to her that you ask, you can respond and feel helps, but ultimately it's not even beyond Hashem to grant you your full request because, because your son, that Hashem will grant you a son, but he's going to have his own Bechir. And what's this Lashen, L'chil Shalim? So the Minchiktana the, the understands that since, like the Gemara said, she threatened, she says, if Hashem's not, she told Hashem, if you don't answer me, I'll become a Saita. So, so Eli told her, you're not going to have to take this harsh measure. You could go and be at peace with your husband. You don't have to fight and make yourself a saita. And this whole thing, go in peace, you're going to get answered without that. <clears throat> so what does Chana respond to Eli's bracha? She says, So what does it mean that she says, Timsachain? So Rashi says that he was asking, she was asking him, I need you to continue to be mispal. There's no end. I need more tefillah. Keep being mispal. That I should matzliach and I should have a healthy child and should be a gebenshah child. And she was asking for continued tefillah. <clears throat> Another thing that Rashi, ad- that, that, that Rashi adds over here, that I'm sorry, adds over here, is that Timsa Shivchas Echein Beinecha? It was a lotion of, of thanks. She was saying that you gave me this haftoch and you told me you're going to daven. So she was saying thank you. I appreciate that you gave me this bracha. And she had such a munas chachamim that it was Kilo Eli already gave her what she wanted. And Adkeikach Vatelech Ishal Adarka. She went back to where she came from. Vateichel before we said she cried and she couldn't eat. Her angry face that came from a person you could see when a bitter person you see it in their face. Her face was a, she was a changed person. She came back. She was besimcha, as if she had already been answered from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. She already had a child. The entire simcha was there already because she had one hundred percent of munas chacham in the brach of Eli. Chazal have an interest. The Chazal say v'atelach isha ledarka. So Chazal say ledarka refers to derech nash that she was parsonida. She had a period, and Memela she saw the poil that the brach was in the sky, not just like we had by Sarah, when the Malachan came to Mavasa, that this was, she was already old, and when she saw that she was Pirsanida, she understood that she's, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was already began the Yeshua, and Memela that's why she was so besimcha. The only question you then have to answer is it says that she went back and she ate, so most of the Farshim understand she finished the meal she didn't eat previously, but before they were eating Kodshim, and if she was Pirsanida, she can't eat Kodshim anymore. So you have to know, what, what, what did she, I guess she went to eat something else. She went to eat some uh, potato chips. She didn't go back to eat the carbon if she was Pirsanida. Well, she'd let it be at certain places. Yeah, then she'd have to, right, she'd have to go, only she, she'd have to go away from the Hashina, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> so the Pasa continues, 
after this, they wake up the next morning, and they bow down in front of HaKadosh Baruch they returned home to Rama. And Elkanah was with his wife. And remembered her with a Vlad. And therefore, since HaKadosh Baruch remembered her, after Tkufas Hayom, which we'll discuss how long that refers to, Chana gave birth, she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She called him Shmuel, Kimi Hashem Sha'altiv. Why'd she call him Shmuel, Kimi Hashem Sha'altiv? So, what's the Eshkimu Baboiker? Why does the Pasik stress that she woke up the next morning? So, those learning Chagiga know that there's a special mitzvah that he says, Panisa Baboiker, Balachta Alacha, it says in the Pasik by Alila Regal that after a person is Alila Regal, the Machuyev to stay over the night after Yantiv, and only the next morning. Can you head back? And when you head back, the Gemara says the derech eretz is that if you sleep overnight and then you leave, you're supposed to go back one more time to say goodbye to Hakadosh Baruch Hu to to be mishtachavu one more time. So that's why they woke up the next morning by yishtachavu from Hashem, and that's the mikayim this halacha of of ufanisa b'beiker v'alachta lalecha. That's how that would be the pashas we're going to learn k'derech chazal. Is this the source? No, the source is a piece of a bike of Allah, but this is this you see this halacha being this guy over here. There's another Indian over here that Hayais that she was gebenched, that Ailey benched her and she Panel and they had such betacha, not only her, but her husband also wasn't even there, Bishas Maisa, that such a Muras Khachamim that they're coming to thank Akalajbahu for already granting them the request. The request was granted, they went to thank Akalajbahu. That's why they came back to thank Akalajbahu. <clears throat> oh. The Minchitana adds one more Nakuda here. He says, we saw last week that as part of Chana's Tfila, she made a nether. She made a very strong nether that she's going to make her son, is going to live for his whole life by Kalish Baruch. She's giving over to Hashem as a present. Either he'll be a Nazir or he'll just be a person that doesn't have fear of people. And this strong nether, so when Isha makes a nether, so love Dafka that the nether is Chal. But over here, when Eli went, when, when Elkanah came back, and Vayishtachel of Hashem, he came to bow down together, he was coming to be masking to her nether. See, so all the Mepharshim learned that he was masking to nether later, but this is where the Mechikatana sees they came back together, and this was to be moida to this nether. The Pasuk tells us, Why do we need to know, you know, this technical detail, Vayeda it doesn't tell us this, you know, it doesn't say that Avram, Avram is it just says, why does the Pasuk stress, so Chazal learned from here, because the, the Pasuk come to teach us something, that there's a halacha, important halacha here, that a person, when they're staying by someone else, is not allowed to mishamash mitasai, and that's why they couldn't be mishamash mitasai when they were staying in the trip in Shila, and it was only after and then it's only then that he was with his wife. Now, this halacha agav. So, if you look at Mishabura, if a person has a room that's totally miyuchid for them, a locked room that's just for them, and they have their own begadim, a towel or something, so the mail is not going to be a bazillion of of of, of on the, the begadim of the of the balabais, then this issa doesn't apply. But otherwise, this issa does apply. So. Hashem, Hashem remembered her. When did Hashem remember her? So Chazal tell us, 
Minola and the Gemara learns out from the Lashon of Zechira and Pekida that the actual Zechira of Chana took place when? It took place on Rosh Hashanah. Now, we saw, Hagim Yenison and others said that when did this whole story take place? It took place in Shuas. So what happened? Basically, Hashem was only Rosh Hashanah. So either Kipshut, Shetak had to wait a little bit longer until Rosh Hashanah comes along. We have to appreciate the power of Rosh Hashanah. You have an unbelievable tefillah and you have the bracha from the Navi and everything. But until Rosh Hashanah comes around, when there's a new Gzadin, things don't change. And the actual change in the Gzadin, that's the Kayach of Rosh Hashanah. But the, the Minchitana says something interesting. He says, maybe I saw it by someone else, I don't remember if it was He says that, yeah, it was Minchitana, brings from the Kliyokar, that the Emes, they taka weren't, there was, they, he wasn't with his wife until right Rosh Hashanah time. And the reason is because we mentioned two weeks ago, that he had this special on Haggah, that he used to take this long cir- cir- circular path, he used to waste a lot of time traveling to Shile, so everyone should see that he was going. And even on his way home, after the bracha and everything, he would want to go home and be Mikhaim this Havtach and have a child, he still followed his minig to spend a long time going home. It took him a few months till he got home. Today, they should continue to be far from the midst of being Euleregel. And despite the fact that there was obviously tremendous ruts in here to try to bring about the bracha to actuality, he was not in a rush, and he waited. Taka only got home close to Rosh Hashanah time, and Afal Pekin, he didn't lose. Because we'll see in a second, Chazal learned from the next Pasuk that Chana only had a six-month pregnancy. So the three months they wasted on the road was paid back to him. He didn't lose anything on it. That's Taka, the next Pasuk. It says that was L'tkufas Hayomim, Vatar Chana Vatelodein. So Chazal learned from here, Tukufas is a Tukufa, right? There's four Tukufas in the year. Tukufas, the three months period, right? There's the you know, from the, from the equinox until the, the solstice, the winter solstice, the winter solstice to the next equinox, and then the summer solstice, those are the four tekufas of the year. And so tekufas, there are two of them, because it's Lush and Rabbim, and Hayyamim is days. So there was two tekufas, at six months and two days. And Rosh has Mikan from here, that someone who has, the Gemara had a Metzius, that people had a baby either after seven months or nine months. A seven-month baby just means to be into the seventh month, so six months and two days, and she already had a baby. That's interesting, God, over here. It's Stam Kedai for the, for the Limit and how to learn Nach. The Merikara is not happy with this chat at all. And he says that Avada, it was a full, regular nine-month pregnancy. Tkufa Sayomi says it's not pshat and taich and Tkufa Sayom. Tkufa Sayom, and we'll see from the next Pasik, it means that it came around the same time of year again. It was a year later, by the end of the next year, she had already had a child. And the Rai is, because it says already in the next Pasik that Elkanah is going back up to Shiloh for his yearly visit. So he says, Avada, Tkufa Sayom means a full year. And he says, very interesting, he says, Ve'edeyani, Everybody who learns Agadita and Gemara is going to laugh at me because I'm not going like I'm not going like the Gemara and Shoshana and all the Masechtas. And he says that Ach Hamaskilim Yaskilu Nesivas Hakriya Lahamid Dover Al Emes. He says that you have to know that there's Drash and there's Pshat. And when you learn Navi, very often you know we we, we we're familiar with the stories of Navi from Gemaras. And since we're familiar with stories of Navi from Gemara, so we have a certain view of the story, and sometimes we forget that there's Pshat. And he's saying, and I'm not saying over here it's not Pshat, or Dak and Alvin Farshi Pshat bring this Gemara, but he's saying, and this is the important Akuda in Navi, that there's the Drash, and then there's the Pshat, and the Drash and the Pshat should not be confused, and the Pshat doesn't have to stim the Drash's Chazal. But it had to happen at one time. It's not. It's <clears throat> drashes mean that it's coming to bring out an Akuda. Drash's Chazal doesn't mean they're telling you necessarily what happened. 
Even Rashi over here, one of the Rashi's, we'll see soon. Rashi says, we'll get to soon, Bez Hashem. Rashi says, Chazal Doshu Masha Doshu, and he says, Pshat in Psukim. It's not necessarily, they're bringing out an Akuda. And Chazal say, even the saying it as a story that happened, they're trying to bring out a certain lesson in Akuda. It doesn't mean that they're telling you. Can you say this is Pesach? What? This is Pesach. You could say that's Kufsayom. Kufsayom happened a year later, but the came Pesach. No, but the Gemara says it was only six months. Oh, they came. Yeah, and Chami, that's what you'll say. If you learn that she had the baby Nisan, but then when Eli Vayal Ishal Kana referred to Shuas. I mean, Chami, you could say that. Oh, so he healed Kuf Sayyam. What? What's in the Kuda as to show us? Because the whole base of that. No, because that's used to go up. That was his yearly visit. He used to go up once a year, right? We had the Pasuk said that he used to go up every year. I mean, they shot him and shot him. This year, after. Saying could be he picked a different time every year. It could be in Khanam. No, this year, special. He went to. He said he went to Chaparain. Right? I hear. What? He went with her. That's why he wanted to go up to Shiwa, you know? It was a great time to go for a long extended visit. Okay. This is the Makar. <laughs> <laughs> so, So she, she gave birth to a son and she named him Shmuel. Why? Because I asked HaKadosh Baruch for this son. Now, the first one were bothered, that, you know, why isn't he named Shol, right? Why is he named Shmuel? Shol is She'ela. So, first of all, the Mepharshim Shad will say the same thing. They all say that it's Milosh and Rashi already says it. It's two words together. That's Shol and Mekel. Shol and from Hashem, and you put those two words together, you end up with Shmuel. But Chaim uh, Sanach, the Chidas, is a very interesting pshat. He says, and he references a Chazal that we'll get to soon. Chazal say, interesting Chazal, says that there is, Rashi brings us later, there is a baskel, baskel going out all the time in this Kufa of history, that there's going to be a Tzaddik born, and his name is going to be Shmuel. And because of this baskel, somehow all the ladies knew about this baskel, all the ladies were naming their sons Shmuel. And therefore, Chana also named him Shmuel. So you'd think that she named him Shmuel because she wants to be like, oh, the other lady's trying to chaper in the basco. So the Pasuk saying, no, she did it, now she also had, she could have said Shol, she picked Shmuel, she also wanted that name. She was hoping that she would be the basco, the son that would save Klaiso from the Plishtim, but that's why it's a slightly slight variation of, of what should be Shol, but Kipshutai, the old Mepharshal learned it's, it's Shol and Mekel. The Malbim says, this goes very nicely with the way the Malbim learns over here, that it was a direct Sha'ila from Yashem. And that she was referring to, that I had this son because I made a direct request of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Stamazai, this is taka, a very, very important Nakuda to bring out over here, is that Chana felt it was important. When you look in, in, in Chumash, the names, right, is names of thanks. Right, uh, Ben Oini and uh, you know uh, Binyamin, or either a Tefillah for more sons, or, it's a, uh, or Yehuda, thanks for having the son. Chana chose to name Shmuel Al Shem the She'ela. Why did she stress the She'ela? She wanted to remember the Kayach Atfila, and she wanted to bring out to all our chorus or all of history the tremendous Kayach Atfila, and that's why she Dafka named him a name that would remember the Tefillah and not the fact that she had the Yeshua. <clears throat> oh. Now. Elkana went up with his entire family to bring his karbonist HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his Zevach HaYomim and his Neder. What's Zevach HaYomim and his Neder? So, Pshat, Zevach HaYomim is his carbon of Yantiv. Rashi says, Yostavach Moyadai, he brings some Tagim Yenison, 
And Nidrei, so as she says, all the Nidorim he made between the last Yantav and this time, so in those days you made Nidorim of Karbonus, and the Apostle says, Baal Shalma, you shouldn't wait to bring your Karbonus. So the next time you're Euler that was the time when you bought your Karbonus. Others learn that this Neder was, the Malbim learns that way, it was a special Neder, Mashinadr Hu Biyichud Bavar Shnifka the Ishtar. This is a special carbon that he brought as a thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for remembering him with a child. Now, Ailey's going up for his yearly visit, and he always brings Elkanah, I'm sorry, and he always brings his whole family. However, Vachana Loyalos, Vachana didn't want to go up. Ki Omra Isha, she told her husband, Ad Yigomel Hanar, Vaviyosiv Venires Pnei Hashem. And then I'll bring him up and we'll see Akadosh Baruchu, Vayoshev Shamar Oilam, and when he goes up, then I'll leave him there forever. So she tells her husband, although I know this is your minig, you want to take the whole family up, I'm not ready to go because. I need to uh, make sure that when I go up, so a few pshatim. First of all, the Malbim and others understand that she was saying that I made a nether that when I bring him to Hashem, I'm going to leave him to Hashem forever. So I can't go and bring him back home. And he's still being nursed, so I can't stay there in, in Shiloh to constantly you know, take care of him. So I have to stay home until he's old enough that I can bring him and just leave him there. So that's one shot and why she said that she's not ready to go up yet. The Gemara says, and the Gemara Chagig Davav says, that no, he was a very weak child, that really they should have taken him to be Yetz of the Mitzvah of Yerah, Kol Zuchurchas, Hashem, that even a child who could ride on his father's shoulder is supposed to go up to Euler Egel. And the reason they didn't bring him is because he, he had a weak, he, he was weak in Teva, and Mamela, she was worried that it wouldn't be healthy for him. And therefore she wanted to conserve his strength. And Befrat, she knew that as soon as he turns two, she's going to leave him in the base of Mikdash forever. So in the Mela, she's going to leave him there forever. He has to be strong and healthy and have a good upbringing by the time she's ready to drop him off. So she told her husband, I can't drop him off yet. I have to wait until I wean him, and then I'll be able to bring him there and leave him there ad oilam. Now this lotion of ad oilam, so Rashi says, what's ad oilam? Is oilam of Leviim is 50 years. Leviim serve my coach in the base of until they're 50. And so the ad oilam is the years of the Levi. So he'll spend there 50 years plus the two years before he gets there, Mamelu, that's 52 years, and that's Taka how long Shmuel lived. Shmuel lived for exactly 52 years. And Yushalmi says that from here you see they have to be careful how you misspell You say too much. If she hadn't said Aroilam, maybe Shmuel would have lived longer. But she gave a term to how long he should live for. Mamela, she was Makatsa Yamaf, he only lived for 52 years. Vayemel al Kana, we'll stop at this Pasik. Vayemel al Kana Isha, Asi. So you could do what's good in your eyes. Shvi ad gomlech oisoi. You can stay here until you wean him. Ach yokim Hashem es devoroi. Hashem shemekayim his dibur. Vateshev ha'isha vatinek es beno ad gomlech oisoi and takachana stayed there until she weaned her son. So what's this interesting discussion back and forth? First of all. He said, do what's good in your eyes. So the Mepharshim understand from her, from here, that it was good in her eyes. Elkanah wasn't really happy with this. Elkanah says, says, I'm not really okay with this, because really, I want you to be, first of all, Simchas Yantav, I should have my whole family there. I don't want my wife staying away. It's not Simchas Yantav. And I want my son with me. And also, I want others to see that I bring my whole family. I don't start finding excuses. Oh, I have a little baby. I couldn't be Euler Egel. So other people have excuses not to be Euler Egel. But Afel Pekin, he was macabre, what his wife says. And he, and he said, okay, 
you're doing it for a reason, because you hold that this is the way to Mikhaim the nether, of making him strong so that you could leave him there. So she said, I'll, I'll listen to you. Ach, however, if we're going to do this, then I'm the spell that Yochim Hashem is devore, that since we're trying to Mikhaim and have a son who could stay in the base Hashem, Hashem should carry out his deeper, that we should take to such a son that he should be a strong son that's able to do this. And one other thing, the Rashi over here says that what's Ach Yochim Hashem is devore, what was being added over here. So, Elkanah was adding that <clears throat> we asked for a very specific thing. We asked for Zerah Anoshim, a son that's going to have Merle Yala Roshay. He's going to be a son, like Chazal say, who's Roy to save Klali Sol. She already had such a Havtocha. And if we're going to treat him in this special manner, Kedai, that he should be this special son, so Ach Yochim Hashem is Devore, Hashem should uphold the entire bracha. You asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you made a She'el from Hashem, for a Zerah Anoshim, a special child, and now you're treating it Ke'il, this request was answered, and that's why you called him Shmuel, so Yochim Hashem is Devore, Hashem should take uphold his word, and this child should be a Gebench the child, and he should have all the Milos that we must follow for, and therefore he was asking that she should stay there, Ad Gamlo Isai, Mazashem next week we continue, we'll get to the to the to the Shir's Khana. Sure. Yeah. Sure.